Hello and welcome to Mike Martin Asks again. Um, another very, very special guest this week. Um, in fact, I've spoke to this guy before, but we went through something completely different. There was a lot of screen sharing. Uh, there was a lot of information shared and we didn't really get down to the bare bones of who he was, what he does, what works for him and how he's actually made such a success of himself. So this guy went from doing zero, nothing a month, right? No experience in all, all of this or no financial money generating experience in all of this to 40k a month all by himself just by using his own tricks um he coached over 2000 agency owners by himself he has students doing 20 grand a month plus okay so if you are looking for a coach and you want to get good at this this guy's a recommendation he's coached dozens of small businesses okay with their marketing and he's simplified the lead gen process okay so the lead gen process that me and a lot of our guys do, this guy has simplified it to the point where it costs almost nothing to rank your website, which I think is, <laughs> is genius because when it comes to ranking websites, a lot of people spend a lot of money on a lot of stupid things that are not necessary. This guy streamlined it all the way down. He's tried, he's tested, um, and he's done some really, really good things in lead generation. So, Ed Weidman, my friend, over to you. Tell us who you are. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me on. So, yeah. Hey, guys. My name is Ed Weidman. I'm originally from New York City. So I got a, I lose, I lost my New York City accent a long time ago. And um, I got a background in corporate America at 20 plus years doing that. And I hated every minute of it. You know, I was that guy that just wanted to be off on vacation, do my own thing. And it took a lot of failure in corporate America to finally get to a point like, you know what? Time, time to flush that job. So it's a crazy story. My wife basically had told me I should quit my job. I quit it within a couple of days. I had $4,000 of money in my pocket because we had some pretty challenging stuff happen. I lost a couple of jobs a couple of previous years. And literally, it was it was like a leap of faith. I, literally, I had 4000 4, bucks, and I had 30 days to figure out how I was going to feed my wife and kids. And at the time, my son was, I think, like, five and my daughter was three. So we were living in Florida and uh, it was really, really hard. So I had all these grand dreams, like I'm going to be successful in this digital marketing business and uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a piece of cake. So I, I started out doing lead gen. I was doing websites just to make some quick money. I was cold calling 30, 40, 50 businesses every day, put my ego on the line. And it was hard. It was hell. It, it actually got harder before it got better. So I'd started August of 2016. I think uh, by the end of that year, I made like 23,000 bucks. So I wasn't, I wasn't crushing it by any means, but I at least was surviving. Like I was at least taking care of the family. And then 2017, it got even worse before it got better. We struggled. Um, I was doing SEO now. I was trying to figure that out, but I was having challenges because here I am trying to charge a thousand dollars to a client and my costs were five, six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars. I had like no money left over to feed the family. So like I was desperate to just trying to figure things out. So the websites help stuff like that. That was my story through 2017. Um, we broke six figures in tw late 2017, 2018, the business doubled again, 2019, the business doubled. And throughout that process, I started coaching some people. I was in some Facebook groups and I was a business guy. So my background was always business. I was always mindset focused. So a lot of guys that I was hanging around in the SEO circles were like, yo, I like the way you think. I like the way you talk to prospects. 
You're closing business like crazy. What's your secret? So that's kind of how I started coaching people. And it was really just trimming the fat, right? It's like, you know, you take an onion, you got to peel back the onion. And most people are just so overwhelmed with process that they're, they're not taking action and getting results. So for me, I was building my agency. I had a bunch of SEO clients. Um, we had a revolving door business a little bit because I kind of had to figure things out. And I was going through the minefield, getting blown up here, getting up, blown up there. But we were moving forward because we were figuring out this worked, this didn't work. Don't do that anymore. Remove that piece of the puzzle, et cetera, et cetera. And it was really just a process of pruning and distilling down the way I want to do business. My take on SEO was this. All these guys are dropping big money on tools and, and diagnostic this and that and PBNs and, and you know, uh, citations and, you know, press releases and all this stuff. And I'm like, why am I doing this stuff? Like, I was like, do I really have to do this? So I, I'm not a yes man. I'm not that guy that just does it because somebody tells me to do it. I'm that guy who's like, I'm going to test the waters and see. So what do you know? I started testing. You know what? I'm not doing press releases. I'm not doing this. And I'm like, huh, these websites are ranking without those things. The websites are ranking without PBNs. Without, and people are like, what? How are you ranking stuff? And it was just really a process of evolution. And more people got on the bandwagon with me because they're like, man, I need the money much like you. And we took our costs from like 80% in some cases down to like 20% cost. So imagine you do hundred grand a year in revenue, 20% cost is not a bad place to be. But over time, we've been tweaking that, getting even lower to the point now where our costs are like under 3%, which is amazing because show me a digital agency that's got costs under 3%, even 2%. So, so now we're in a position where we've been coaching a lot of people. I've coached thousands of people now. Um, we've got, a, we've got a, hundreds of students right now. A lot of guys are basically duplicating what I've been doing. And what's interesting, what, what took me three, four, five years to build a really strong business, I'm like, listen, I've got it figured out. I can get these guys to the same place in six to 12 months. Why? Because I made the mistakes. I figured out the best practices. I removed all the layers of complexity. And I said, you know, what? I'm just going to focus on the simple stuff, the simple stuff that gets the best results. You know what that is? building trust with Google, doing the stuff Google loves and providing authoritative quality content, sending Google a super clear signal. That's the secret behind all good SEO. And you got to, you got to audit your market. You got to make sure you're in the right niches, in the right cities, and you go after low hanging fruit. And for me, that's what we've done. You know, we've got clients paying us a few thousand dollars a month and our costs are 99%, right? Why? because we figured out how to do the stuff Google likes. So I've had that level of success in my agency. We add clients to this day only when we want to, um, but we were focusing heavily on lead gen because that was my first love in all this. We started in that, we kind of came back to it uh, using tools like Magic Page and other things like that, which was really like a breath of fresh air because it was all about removing those layers of complexity. So now we're building up our lead gen side of the business up, and literally, we're getting leads every single day. So now we're in a place where we're building out websites for like $10. We're putting in maybe an hour and a half of time, and it's all done. And that website ranks the first page of Google 
and can get one, two, three leads in the first few weeks for no money. And people are like, that's impossible. I'm like, that is impossible if you do what everybody else is doing because you're going to be overwhelmed and struggling and frustrated. So whether it was SEO clients or lead gen partners, like the ability to make money working smart, working super part-time is just off the charts. So for me, we are in the right place at the right time because I just know so many people are struggling and keeping your game plan simple is like, it's proven it's weight and gold for us. So a couple of things I want to ask you there then. So you got me thinking on a few things you said then. First thing would be, obviously, you've cut out a lot of the shit that, that, that most people um, focus on heavily. Um, and, you, and you mentioned some, I, I've been saying for years now, but I will let you explain how you've done it. What, 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 have, you, what, what have you cut out first? What, which bits have you actually dropped? What have you stopped doing altogether? Uh, super simple. Um, we don't do press releases anymore. We're not doing web 2.0s anymore. We're not doing PBNs anymore. We're not doing guest posts. All that stuff takes time. And I was like, okay, why are we doing this? And because everyone told us, well, you got, you got to build trust with Google. And I agree with that. But here's the way I look at it. I want to do stuff that's natural. Like that joke, you, you and I can go on any Google search right now and we're going to find a guy who's ranking awesome with no backlinks with crappy on-page SEO, and the only thing he's got going for him is his website is in a good location in town, and he's been around for 10 years, right? So, you, th- you know, you got to throw the idea out the window that everything has to be a certain way. To me, I found by removing all those pieces, the press releases, the web 2.0s, the local relevance networks, you know, all that, even citations to a certain degree, PBNs, I don't do that stuff. I've personally found great on-page SEO, great content, authoritative content that answers the questions that Google wants and a website that loads super fast with no plugins and no junk on it. And honestly, we're putting like 10 images on a website or less. That's it. And those suckers rank and they cost me 10 bucks. I just put up a site literally like three days ago, uh, a lead gen site. For nine bucks, it took me an hour to do the content, everything. That site is already on page three of Google in a city of 100,000 people. Now, it's not getting leads yet, but the point is it's already on its way. And I'll get leads probably in a week or two from a website that cost me 10 bucks and an hour of my time. So I don't want to sit here and say press releases don't have value and stuff like that. If you're going after, you know, uh, I don't know. Loyal Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Like, think about like personal injury attorneys, right? Or, I mean, that's cutthroat business. You gotta, you, you gotta spend five grand a month and throw the kitchen sink at it to get the rank. But if you go after a local contractor that builds fences or does decks or does concrete, dude, you can rank that website without spending any money, but you are gonna have to put a little bit of time into it. So the question is, and I ask everyone all the time, like, are you willing to invest 10 bucks and maybe an hour and a half of mental time to really do it right? Because if you can get the foundation laid properly, you don't need all this other crap. And you don't even, because my biggest, right. So, so, so I take some industries that are quite difficult, right? But I, I, I do pretty much zero social, almost no shit linking at all ever. 
I don't use third-party PBNs. I haven't done since 2016, maybe. Um, and 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 a lot of what you're saying there, I completely 100% do it. Almost identical. The only difference is I create single niche PBNs, which mm-hmm. is my own sites. I create my so I buy additional assets, build additional sites. So so um, let's say we had Manchester. Um, and then you've got all of the 100K population pockets around Manchester. If I want to rank in Manchester, right? So, so you've just created a site the other day that's ranking in a 100K population pocket, yeah? Mm-hmm. But if, if you choose the major city there it, that's closest to that, build a site for the major city, then you build the sites exactly how you're doing them in the 100K population pockets, but you keep them all in a similar area. And then what you do is you link from the magic page for the set for the location so you set a radius so it covers manchester and link them into your manchester site what you're going to find you'll do is you will rank in all of the small population pockets doing exactly what you're doing but you'll also then dominate the major city because you're building your own link network that takes you into it and what i do is i keep them link networks seven to ten sites maximum so if one gets taken down i don't lose hundreds of sites and thousands of sites i lose seven to ten sites max and then I do that. And then if one of these sites really pops and starts to generate a load of leads, I then create an additional single niche PBN underneath it. So that keeps pushing up to this one. And then that pushes up to the bigger ones. And what you can find you can do then by creating the networks that way is you can take fucking full industries all by yourself. But with the strategy I've seen in yours, I think it's fucking brilliant. Um, I really like it. Hence why we've got your training course inside of my uh, thingy training course. But I feel that what you're doing now, if you just add that one little bit of complexity for the advanced guys, you'll find that you start taking major cities as well as just under K population pockets. And that's when the, the leads will really, I've got two sites. You said before, um, there's sites where people rank just cause they've been there for 10 years. I've got two sites that, that, that I've had probably since 2012. Neither of them have got an SSL certificate on them. The pages, <laughs> the mass pages, right? I didn't touch them. I didn't fucking touch them, right? Ne- but uh, neither of them, they've got mass pages on them. But what happens is the mass page itself, because I fucked up the code when I was creating them, because I used to create them in HTML, right? Uh, redirects to the homepage. So as soon as they land on any page on the site, they redirect to the homepage, right? But these two websites generate about 300 leads a month each, right? So I'm in like this situation where it's like, I'm too scared to fucking touch that site, even though it, it's got a warning, don't put your information in it. It's like, well, I'm not asked, just click the fucking number. And I'm like, it won't. So I totally agree with that, what you said as well, because that there, they're a perfect example of two sites which generate thousands for us every single month. And I, and, and and a few times, I've, so I've started building a lot of our old sites. I've been getting them rebuilt by my team. But what I'm doing is I'm building all my old sites that are not generating tons and tons of leads first before I dare take these sites down. So what I'm doing is I'm creating these radiuses around all the areas so they're overlapped so that the sites that are generating 300 leads a month have got, we've got like six positions on page one in those areas before I take the sites down. And then I'll know that even if I take them down, I'm still going to get all the leads myself. So it's kind of, so another thing you said, go on, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, so let's, I want to hit on this single niche PBN idea because, you know, I didn't jump on the bandwagon right away myself, but here, here was my thought on it. I'll give you an example. I have, I have a, a, a deck builder, like a deck contractor lead gen site right here where I live in Hickory, North Carolina, right? I'm like, all right, in peak season, because it's seasonal, right? Wintertime, we're not, no one's doing decks. So we get about nine months out of the year where we'll make money off those, this niche. But that one website was getting like 10, 15 leads a month to start. It was a brand new website. So I was like, oh, Mike's talking about single niche PBS. All right, I get the idea. I'm like, 
Why not build a cast a wider like I got one rather than having one Legion site cover just Hickory, then now I can add Magic Page and have 30, 40 locations on that site casting a wider net. Well, why not go a step further and have three, four, five sites that all overlap each other? So now when I do, I actually do have this in place. So when it was interesting, I was like, okay, so this site's getting 12 leads. That site's already getting four or five leads a month. That site might get six or seven leads. And collectively, we were getting like 40 to 50 leads a month across this one region. And I, and this is across about 150, 200,000 population. I got about five sites up, right? And we're getting, we were getting 50 leads a month through September of last year and then slowed down because it got colder. I estimate now we'll probably get 50 to 100 leads a month this season. And it already started. We're getting three leads a day right now. In the last 24 hours, we got three leads already. So I know we'll probably hit 100 leads a month. And what's cool, the way I'm doing it, I haven't automated this. I have a contractor and a couple sub guys. I'm getting $500 for every job closed. So let's just say we have a hundred leads, right? If yep. if if thirty percent of those guys are tire kickers, because they are sometimes, yep. even though I have a good qualification process on my forms, we don't get a lot of phone calls, by the way. We get about ninety-five percent form submissions, right? right? Which is kind of interesting. I'm surprised, but that's okay. I don't I don't really care. But the no, interesting no. thing is hundred leads, thirty percent mm-hmm. are crap, right? You got seventy good leads. I my biggest thing that I've learned and I teach my students is you absolutely have to vet these contractors. These guys are have big egos. They think they're great at closing business. They all suck. And you've yeah. got to invest the time to qualify or disqualify these guys. Because the last thing you want to do is send leads to people who they don't follow up right or they suck at closing business. They don't follow up, right? So imagine you take 70 good leads. If we only closed 30 of those leads in a month, and I'm getting five hundred dollars a month. That's fifteen grand a month over nine months in this one little market. And as I expand this into other markets, it's crazy. So I'm doing it the same way. We're just charging cost per job closed at the moment because I have good yeah. partnerships with these guys. It's fine, but that's easy money. And by the way, five websites. What's my annual cost for one website with Twilio? With lead simplify everything. If I got fifty bucks in one website a year, I got five yeah. websites. I got two hundred fifty bucks, and I, I could be on track to make a hundred to hundred thousand a year. Show me a better ROI, and it's residual, right? And there there's no PPN, no backlinks, nothing. No, there isn't. There isn't a fucking. There is no better. That that's the one thing about this game is if you do it right, the amount of ROI is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's um. It's awesome. It's all, I mean that. that so, so you are doing the single H PBNs to a certain extent, yep. um, and you are doing the overlapping. And do you link the sites together? Yeah, yeah, we're linking those sites together. I we've kind of figured all that stuff out, so it's working. And then um, what we decided to do was test with some Google AdWords on the front end because look, there's still a lag period of time where you're not going to get leads. It takes time for SEO to marinate. It just does. So, you know, if I don't, I'm not in this to get rich tomorrow. I, I'm like, I'm playing the long game. If I can be wait three, three to six months, I would do that. Fortunately, we haven't had to. My sites are getting leads in the first month. So it's great. But the idea is if I can get some leads doing some Google AdWords up front, it buys me time while SEO marinates. 
I can go find a partner, vet him properly, throw him a handful of free leads. He's fired up and excited. And then he'll pay me without even blinking twice. Yeah, the, the, mate, that's that's one of the that is one of the areas I've struggled with growing our network. Is most people uh, are fixated on this get rich quick bullshit that doesn't really exist. Whereas what we're doing here is building a real business. Like you just said, you have got five sites there that cost you one hundred and fifty dollars a year. Or, no, two hundred and fifty dollars a year. Yeah. And what's oh, I thought you'd gone then. Um, and and that there is 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 hundred grand a year to your business. But let's say that takes you six to twelve months to get really marinated and set up and done and working and running right. But if if you was to say to somebody spend what spend spend what fucking 15 hours on this network right in year one and in year two you're going to do six figures from it uh, and they're like i'm not waiting till next year and that that's the attitude of a lot of people and it's that it's kind of like scary it's like do you not fucking get this shit you're working fucking eight hours a day five days a week probably takes you an hour to get to work an hour to get home plus you've got to sit there and do overtime a lot of the time it's un- usually unpaid and you're expected to stress out and sometimes fucking call in on weekends and instead you could work 15 hours which is less than you do in a fucking week and make 100 grand next year and they're like uh yeah but can i click a button and get rich uh, no, you fucking can't. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Here, I hear this from my students all the time, and I have to set proper expectations. I'm like, listen, you have a job. You hate your job. You have to be motivated, all get out, to build this because you got to fix your roof before it rains. If you have a job, it's just a matter of time before they fire you. Like they're going to replace you for whatever the cheapest they can with some young stud, right? So if you're 45 years old, you know, they're going to replace you in five years and you're going to be out, out on your butt, right? So I'm like, listen, if you don't do this, you're going to be working for somebody else for the next 10, 15, 20 years. So while you're making your money in your job, put this thing together on the side and be patient about it. Like, I'm not talking get rich quick. If you need to make money now and you hate your boss and money is a real problem, then you need to have some SEO clients and use their money to, to help you pay your bills up front. That, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Like, you know, they pay you a thousand dollars a month or fifteen dollars a month or two grand a month. What's your cost gonna be? Literally, here's an example. I got a buddy, my neighbor, he builds custom houses. He lives a thousand feet from my house. He just paid me fifteen hundred bucks last week. I put in four hours or so into doing exactly what I just shared, right? I, he's not paying me ongoing because we're gonna partner do some other things together, so I'm gonna save money. But the point is, I got a, I got it all done for him, and he's like, holy crap, this looks awesome, and he's got 56 magic pages, and that site's going to index next couple days, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cast a wide net across the region. All he wants is three custom houses over the next year. I'm like, be careful what you ask for, Bobby. You're probably going to get <laughs> And he's like, that's a good problem to have. So listen – I, I'm for me, I'm the kind of guy I like to stay in the trenches because I learn new things all the time. As an example, not to go into details, but we always had PNG images on our websites. We're converting all our images to WebP format because it takes the image from like 150 kilobytes down to like 30 kilobytes. So the images are a lot smaller on the site and they load faster. That's something if I wasn't in the trenches every now and then, I would I learned that a month and a half ago. I never did that before, you know? So it's all about staying sharp and current on things, but it's working smart. It's all about working smart. So, um, okay. So you don't build links. Yeah. You made made that pretty, pretty clear. So what's your, what's your bird's eye view strategy? Uh, If somebody wants to 
Well, I guess I'll put it this way. Most of the people that I talk to are like, there's two sides to your business. There's the digital agency where you might have some clients to help make you some money right now. And then there's the lead gen empire that you're building, right? That it's not going to make you money tomorrow, but it's going to pay you dividends down the road if you nurture it and you do it the right way. And a lot of people, okay, I get that. I'm going to, I'm going to pick up a handful or five, 10 clients and make myself an extra hundred grand a year. It can replace your job. If it's stable. You got to make sure they're good quality clients or you'll have a revolving door business because a lot of people in digital marketing, they pick up three, four clients, they lose two, they get all frustrated and they quit. I'm like, no, no, you're an idiot because you didn't properly qualify this guy. So to me, the right way to build a business is to have some clients, which is not hard to do. I mean, I can, I just picked up two the last week without even trying, right? I just ask people a quick question. What do I ask them? Hey, I saw your billboard. I saw your truck driving down the road. Quick question. Are you guys looking to take on a handful more jobs a month? Let me know either way. That's it. And if they, if they say, no, leave me the hell alone, I leave them alone. If they're like, what do you got? I'm like, would you be open-minded to a quick chat by phone? Very casual. We have a quick conversation about return on investment. We go from there. It's so simple. The biggest thing that I stress, you got to get your mindset right. You can't, you, you can't, you can't build a business with a negative mentality. You have to have vision. You have to be willing to fail forward. Most people are like, oh, I reached out to 50 business owners and they all said, no, cry me a river, man. Grow backbone. Like, what's your dream worth? If you want to get out of your job, do you love your wife and kids more than the fear of what that guy is going to say to you? Who gives a crap what he says? He's going to forget your name in 30 seconds. And so are you. So I'm like, you got to get your mindset right or else you're never going to build a business. You're going to quit in three months. I guarantee it. And I see that play out a lot. So to me, I say the vision is you absolutely got to get your mindset right and get your foundation laid properly so you know how to talk to people, not to sell people. You need to know how to qualify these people, how to vet them. And then you need to, uh, you know, go through like an ROI such, you know, hey, listen, you know, if if I was to get you 10 leads a month through my efforts and you, you're good at closing business and you only close two jobs and your average fence is eight grand, you're getting 16 grand of revenue, but you're investing 1500 every month with me. Is investing fifteen hundred to get sixteen thousand good or bad? If you don't get a guy that says yes to that, he's an idiot, and you should flush him. So the idea is you have to make sure you're talking to the right people, or else you're never going to be successful. And and when you do that part right, now you can make a decision. I'm going to pick up a few SEO clients. I'm going to build out my Legion empire. And honestly, guys, two hours per month per client at most. You don't need to do more than that. If you're doing more than that, you're doing it wrong. In fact, I have clients an hour a month and I make $3,000. So it's not about time. And they're not paying you for your time. They're paying you for results. And if you put in 30 minutes a day, a month, and they can close 50 grand in business, who's complaining, right? So I guess to put a bow on this thing for you, Mike, the vision is, Get you right. You got to invest in your own mindset, your own education. You need to read some books so that you can sharpen your skills, sharpen your sword. And then SEO process, super simple. 
right? Lead gen process, be patient and let that thing grow over time. And for the people that want to make money fast, yeah, you need some clients. But the idea is you don't need to invest a lot of money or time. You need to work smart. Totally agree. Working smart is the, the, the key. Um, so what would your content strategy be then on a page? Um, I'm going to take you back to the phone call soon, but I, I, I just want to know what you, because your sites are, are ranking specifically with content. So what's, what's your process? So it, it's real simple. I'm, I'm a good thief. All right. What I do, <laughs> I like to go out to Google. So if I'm going to put up a, a fencing legion site, as an example, in Atlanta, Georgia, what am I going to do? I'm going to go to the first page of Google and I'm going to steal all the good stuff from the top guys because Google's basically saying, hey, these guys are ranking. I'm going to copy their meta title or copy their description or their call to action. I might look at their website. Take It'll take me three minutes to figure all that stuff out and just boom, 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 boom. But the biggest thing that I found, if you do a Google search, right, you're going to see it's called people also ask. It's going to show up in the search. And there's going to be three or four questions that show up. You know what that is? That's Google telling us these are the questions that we want to answer. And if our website gets really good at answering the questions that Google says are important, that site's going to rank. So my biggest focus from a content perspective is 1H1, 4-5H2s, supportive content under each section. We go heavy on FAQs. We go heavy on quantitative information. As an example, cost. Everybody wants to know how much does the fence cost? Yep. How much is that fence? When you put in pricing throughout your site, yep. Google's going to sniff that out and say, that website is authoritative. Let's rank it. That All my sites rank like that. So I'll put three or four FAQs on the homepage and that's it. I'll put the top ones. And then I'll clone that website, that homepage into my magic page and cast a wide net. And honestly, Mike, that is as simple as I go. We've, we've used different tools. I've tested chat GBT, you know, mm -hmm. as well. Look, there's so many ways you could do it. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I've used, you know, I've used yours. I use page rewriter. It's been awesome. So there's lots of ways to do it. But the point is you don't have to spend a lot of money on content. You literally could take a piece of content that's on the first page of Google, rewrite it, run it through Copyscape, spend three cents and, and just read it. And, and I don't care if content is written a, by an AI write, rewriter, right? It doesn't matter. If, if the content reads naturally, like I would write it, I'm going to use it. So I don't get caught up with that, but you got to slow down and speed up. You got to slow down and you got to read the content and make sure it reads well. If you've got crappy grammar, trust me, it ain't ranking. If it's quality grammar with authoritative content, with quantitative data, numbers, costs, I'm going to tell you right now, your websites are going to crush it. And all my students are like, Ed, I've been implementing that strategy. Google is eating that stuff up. My GMBs are ranking awesome. My websites are ranking amazing. And I'm getting leads. Are you sure you want me to share this video? <laughs> because, right, I'll be I'll be honest with you, right? Solid fucking gold. But do you know you're the first person I've heard actually talk about that in a public setting? The first, right? About about using about using the numbers. People do it and they, and they do it for, to, to to get the rich snippets on the page and stuff like that, which rank right right at the top. But the the, the quantitative data you've just been talking about, 
it's kind of a, a trick that that ninety nine point nine percent of people don't even know about. Um, and obviously, real businesses will always do it, but unreal businesses can, tend to avoid price, especially when they're, when when they're selling leads. Um, but yes, it works. <laughs> and I'm just thinking as you was telling it, then I was thinking this is a good video. <laughs> now, now, not to mention. The other thing that I'm doing that is proving to be really valuable is like I we have an our service area section. It could be like an H2 tag at the very bottom. That's where I'm going to put my magic page dynamic code. So yep. it's always going to be it's right the there, code. right? The short code's going to be right there. So what I do in the our service section, I'll have all my you know my X fields, my short codes and stuff that magic page provides. But what I've been testing over the last couple months is I'll say, "Hey, we service you know, Atlanta and the surrounding five counties. We go west to this city on Highway 45 and we cover north to this road and this road over by the regional airport and then down here to the to the uh, hospital and down to the college campuses. I mention local places and cities and street names because that's local stuff that the local people that land on the website are going to know. But more importantly, Google's going to know that it's geographically relevant content. It's not just a bland lead gen site. It's got a little extra meat on the bone talking about local areas. That is the other side of it that I'm finding is making a real big difference on these sites ranking. Do you, do you ever use stories in your content? Uh, yeah. My my content is um, we make it a little funny. Well, it's very like casual. We'll tell jokes mm-hmm. in there. Sometimes we'll do some story stuff, but not heavily. I know there's a value in story because people like they're they're when you tell a story, they can visualize it, and you're gonna cat captivate their attention better. So I've done a little bit, but not as much as I probably should. Because yeah, the, the certain signals that Google does take into account, which a lot of people don't know about, is silly things like when when you you put your your mouse, if you, you probably notice yourself do it. Let's say you're doing left circles on the <coughs> screen. Um, that that usually means you're enjoying the content you're reading. If you're doing left circles of your mouse, I'm kind of doing it now while I'm talking to you. While I'm saying it for some reason, <laughs> what you'll notice is when you when you're reading the content on a page, you'll follow it with your mouse uh, cursor. Um, and obviously, people follow and read the content throughout when you've got stories in there it keeps them on longer um and and obviously um google actually ranks sites for that we've tested this with, with, with using stories and things like that um and when you do funny little stories they it really does keep people on i had i mean i've told this story a few times but i had a story about a guy that that was uh, got locked in a shed and he's trying to escape and all the rest of it in one of our locksmithing thingy ones but i mean some of the stories i had while i was locksmithing was ridiculous. I mean, you get you 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 turn up at a house and it's like he's locked in the bathroom, so it's like okay, you open the fucking bathroom and there's a guy stood there with his wallet hanging out. And he's like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go get your wallet!" <laughs> so, um, so the, actually, I like that because I mean, listen, the bottom line is everything we're talking about is common sense. You just have to slow down. We're, here's the problem: everybody's in such a rush to make money that they never make any money. You got to slow down to speed up. You got to filter everything through a brain cell and think, why am I doing this? That's why I've succeeded because I always challenged what I was told. I'm like, all right, why am I doing the press release? It's not natural. Most other businesses aren't doing them. So forget it. I'm not doing it. That, that was my mentality 
So with what you're saying in Rod Stories, I can go into all my my lead gen partners and say, hey, tell me the funniest story when you put a fence in. And then I could put that story on the the sites and people will read it and probably laugh yeah. and Google will pick it up. So I'm going to start testing that. So thank you. That's good. Yeah. That will will will, will definitely work um, because people like this. If you just have a fun, funny story section or a funny job section on the page that kind of flicks through different stories instead of testimonials, which people read, but they tend to go off to other sites to read testimonials now because they know most people know that the testimonial that's on the site is usually full of crap. So right. they'll go to Trustpilot and places like that. But with these little funny stories, is like this happened to us at a job and that happened to us at a job and things like this. Uh, we've tested that and it just keeps people on that page a little bit longer. Um, and, and, and the more that you have in there. So what would a typical, what would a typical, uh, qualifying call sound like with you? Oh, this is, dude, this is, this is the, this is where the meat is, man. So, 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 so here's the way I look at it. When I, if I'm going to prospect, I can go drive down, drop my daughter off at school. Right. And if I see a, a van, I'll take a picture of that van and I'll text message that number. Sometimes it's a landline. Sometimes it's a cell phone. Right. But I'll just take a picture and I'll say, hey, saw your truck over here. I'm a local business owner. Are you guys you know, looking to take on a handful more jobs? Let me know either way. If they respond, I'm like, would you be open-minded to a quick chat by phone, right? So, he, so you have to understand something. There is so much psychology in what I just said. Would you be open-minded? To, actually, go back a step. Um, would you? Are you looking to take on a handful more jobs a month? If you just ask somebody... Are you looking for more business? They're like, I'm slammed. But if you say, can you take on a handful more? They're like, oh yeah, I can take on a handful more. So there's, there is psychology with that. Then I, and then I say, let me know either way, which essentially says, I don't give a crap what you say. I don't care. So it's like letting them know there's no confrontation. So these little things are so powerful, yet most people don't ever use them. I've done this tens of thousands of times, so I've kind of figured it out. So that's on the front end, whether it's a Facebook message, a text message, an email, a form submission. I don't really care. But when I get to, if they say, yeah, man, I am looking for more business. What do you got? And I'm like, would you be open-minded to a quick chat? What does that do? And I'll get into the phone call. Everybody's taught to be open-minded, right? Oh, you got to be open-minded. So we all want to be open-minded. So he should be. Open-minded to a quick chat. Quick means we're not going to have a, a marathon phone call. A chat is not an appointment. A chat is not, would you like to schedule some time? It's a casual conversation. So what you're doing without even knowing it is your people are relaxing and they're, and they're going to mirror your response. Like, Oh yeah. I, hey, I'm down with that. Right. So there's, there's more to it than you think. When you get them on the, you get their cell phone number, you, you get them on the phone. Here's what it sounds like. And Mike, I'm telling you, this is worth a million freaking dollars. Because I don't handle any objections. I swear to God, I don't, there's zero, I haven't handled objections in in the last like two years because I get all, I get the cat out of the bag up front because here's what you guys are all taught in sales, sailor training. You got to memorize 20 objections. And then when you get it, you you freeze up, your armpits start to sweat, right? Because you're like, oh crap, (laughs) what was I supposed to say? Right? I'm like, you're an idiot because it's not natural. What you need to do is just chill. So here's the call. The idea is this. Set proper expectations. Take the pressure off you. Take the pressure off the prospect. 
Isn't that what you want to do? Do you want to sell somebody? Do they want to be sold? Nope. So if you could accomplish what I just said, set proper expectations by taking the pressure off you and them, you're going to build trust and rapport with somebody in five minutes. And by the way, my phone call is five to seven minutes. That's it. Why? Well, you know what people do? Half an hour marathon phone calls. Oh, I'm a Christian and I like to barbecue my, my, my burgers and I do this. They don't give a crap. And by the way, the marathon calls I used to have, I never closed any of them. You're thinking, oh, he loves me. We're best friends. He's going to be a client. Uh-uh. They don't ever sign up because they're all full of crap, right? So the phone call is designed. It's a filter. It's not to sell them. So if somebody's telling you you've got to close them, one call close, don't listen to them. They're idiots. Because you have no trust and rapport at that level to ask them to spend money with you right now. Are you willing to wait a couple days to make an extra fifteen hundred a month or eighteen grand a year? Like, is it worth it to be patient for two days to get an eighteen thousand dollar annual raise? I say yes, but too many people are like, "I'm in a rush. I'm in a rush." That's why you're. That's why nobody wants to work with you because you have commission breath. They can smell <laughs> this, this. This guy, you're laughing because you know it's true. Because like there's commission breath, <laughs> right? But think about it, Mike. It's like. It's like, oh, I'm all nervous. I'm all nervous. And you as a prospect, like, there's something wrong with this guy. I don't trust him. I don't like him. And then they're going to tell you they're not interested. Meanwhile, you were an idiot because you're trying to sell the guy. So the phone call sounds like this. Hey, Mike, it's Ed here. I appreciate you taking some time today. Listen, I know you're busy. I know you have a lot of stuff going on today. Listen, I just want to take five minutes or so, have a quick chat with you. See where things go. Is that cool? Now, Mike's going to say, five minutes, great, quick chat, awesome. I'm busy. I'm showing him I respect him, and I'm not pushing him. And I say, listen, Mike, I'm not here to sell you today. I'm not here to convince you today. Um, you're not even here making a decision today. Let's just have a quick chat. You can tell me about what's going on with you. I'll tell you what we're up to. Maybe there'll be a great fit. Maybe there won't. No big deal. Is that cool? What's Mike going to say? Ed's not here to sell me. Ed's not here to convince me. I'm not here making a decision. You know what Mike says? I like this guy. I'm not. Now he's actually going to listen to what I have to say. Would you agree? Yep. This is the best. I'm writing a book on this, by the way. I'm actually writing a book on, on doing this the right way because people suck at sales because they're trying to sell people. My approach takes the pressure off, and now it's just a matter of having, just having, putting a lot of hooks in the water and having a bunch of chats and not worrying about what happens because the goal is to build your pipeline, okay? And we'll talk about the pipeline in a minute. So now I got Mike's attention. Mike's like, I like you. You're not trying to sell me. All right. Yeah, I'm in. All right. And then, and then here's what you guys understand. I don't give a crap about anything about Mike's business. It doesn't matter. And Mike has no idea what questions to ask. Right? He might try to ask a question that sounds smart, but the reality is he doesn't know what to ask. So guess what? The person asking the questions is in control of the conversation. All right? Super, super important. So I'm gonna say now, hey Mike, listen, I told you I want to chat with you for five more minutes, right? Would you mind if I ask you a few questions? To which Mike's gonna say, Yeah, no problem. I'm in control. All right, Mike, listen. First question is this. I'll say, listen, if you get a, if you get a lead that comes into your business, 
How fast do you respond? I want to know how, is he responsive? Because if he's not responsive, his competition's going to eat his lunch, right? So I want to hear 30 to 60 minutes or less. Now, if he tells me we get back to leads every night, I'm like, listen, Mike, you never got, you're not going to be successful long-term if you don't figure out how to speed that up. If he can't speed that up, see you later, Joker. I don't want to work with you. I want a guy that's responsive because people like responsiveness. How many times do we hear, oh, these contractors never get back to you? So I want to make Every sure time. I'm partnering with somebody who's responsive. Because what's the point of doing SEO on his website if he can't answer the phone? Right? It's a stupid waste of money. So that's number one. If he says 30 to 60 minutes, I'll say, listen, if you can get that under 30 minutes, Dude, that's gold, and you're going to close more business because of your response. Does that make sense? And he's going to say, yeah. So I'm going to teach him a little bit along the way. Second question. Hey, Mike, you're an offense company. What would you say your average job size is? Now, he should know his average job size. If he doesn't, he's not a good business owner, right? So what's he going to tell me? Let's say seven grand is his average fence, right? Average. That's number two. He knows he knows number two. Number three question, Mike, what's your closing ratio? In other words, if you had 10 leads come into your business this month, how many do you close? Now, guess what? All these contractors, what do they say? They they're all have big egos. They think they're studs. They're going to say, I close 75%, right? They're full of crap most of the time. But he says 70%. I'm like, okay, he knows. Question number four, I'm going to say, so Mike, do you have the systems in place? Do you have the crew in place to grow? Because if I work with you and I got you 15, 20 new leads in a month, but if you don't have the crew or the people to answer the phone, this is never going to work. So I want to hear, I got the systems in place to answer the phones fast, and I got the crews ready to go, right? Or else they're going to provide bad service. That's question four. And then the last question, which we just added six weeks ago, why I didn't add it, I don't know. But it came out through discussion with my students. I say, what does your follow-up process look like? You know what most of these guys do? They follow up one time. And you know what they're going to tell you? Oh, uh, Ed, those leads are garbage. I'm like, no, no, you're an idiot because you don't understand <laughs> the power of follow-up, right? So I say, listen, if you and I were to work together, you need to follow up with that prospect like day one, day three, and every week for the next four to six weeks. What? Are you serious? Listen to me. They might get busy with life. You know, they, they could forget about the project. If you're, if you follow up and you, you have tenacity, they're going to respect that hustle. And maybe week three, week four, they're like, oh, thank you for getting back in touch with me. I'm ready to talk. You'll close more business because of the follow-up process. And most business owners suck at it. So those are my five qualifying questions. To recap, um, you know, what's your, uh, how responsive are you to leads? What's your closing ratio? What's your average job size? Do you have the systems and the team to scale? What's your follow process? If you, here's what I found. People that have businesses in their pipeline, they'll tell me, I got, I got 15 businesses in my pipeline. And then I ask them, did you ask these questions? They'll say, no. I'm like, you probably have three legit prospects. The rest are garbage. See, there's 10 commandments, guys. I say there's 11 commandments. The 11th commandment is thou shalt not fool with thyself. Don't kid yourself 
thinking you have real prospects in your pipeline when you really don't. So if you follow what I just said and you vet these guys and they qualify, the businesses in your pipeline will be legit. And if, and I teach my students, if you get a dozen in your pipeline like that, you'll close one, two, or three every month forever. And if you charge a thousand dollars a month and you close two a month, you're adding two grand of recurring revenue every month, which is 24,000 a year. $24,000 of recurring revenue every month for 12 months is like 300 grand. Just keeping it simple like that. So I could teach you how to make a quarter million this year without even, without even working more than an hour a day. If you do this, this is gold. So now I've asked you questions and I say, hey, Mike, I appreciate it. I think there might be a fit here. I believe I can help you grow your business. I believe we can make some money together. I got a, I got one more question for you, Mike. Listen, you told me your average fence job is seven grand. You told me you close 70%, um, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, let's say out of 10 leads that you get through my efforts, whether it's SEO or lead gen, doesn't really matter how we do it. Let's say you only got, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be conservative with my numbers. We can get them 30 leads in a month, but let's just say 10. Let's say I get you 10 leads. Let's assume three are crap. They're tire kickers. You should say that because they're thinking that in their head that some of these leads are going to be garbage. So I'm going to say what they're thinking because I'll relate better. So now you got seven legit leads. You told me you're going to close like 75%. So you think you're going to close five. Let's just say you only close two, two jobs. At seven grand is how much? $14,000. Now, guys, this is the most important part, and the verbiage is so important. So, Mike, when you're investing $1,500 every month with me to get $14,000 of a return, is that a good return on investment or not? Now, let me break that down real quick. When, not if you're working with me, it's when I'm confident that you're going to work with me. So there's this sense of confidence that I'm, I'm, I'm exuding that he's going to pick up on. When you're, you're not spending money, you're investing money. What a lot of you guys are missing out on is all, you, you think you're competing against everybody else out there. You're the bill that pays other bills. You're the bill that's going to put money in his pocket. It's going to pay for his kid's college education. It's going to pay off his truck, et cetera, et cetera, right? When you're investing 1500 every month if it's an SEO client. Why do you say that? Because I had clients early on say after month one, they got build month two. They're like, Ed, I didn't know this was every month. How do you come back from that, right? <laughs> so, so in yeah. my mind, I'm saying when you're investing 1500 every month with me and, and you get 14 grand of revenue, is that a good return on investment or not? Guess what? If he says, no, he's an idiot. See you later. I don't want to work with you. But if he says, well, yeah, that's a great, that's a great return on investment, Ed. He might say, Ed, well, that's my gross profit. And I'll say, Mike, okay, I'll, I'll humor you. What's your cost? 50%. Okay. When you're investing 1500 to get seven grand, is that still a good return on investment? To which if he's smart, he's going to say yes. So then all I do is I say, listen, Mike, I don't want to eat up any more of your time. I believe there's a good fit here. I believe I can help you get a great return on investment. You and I can make a lot of money together. Listen, I told you, you're not here making a decision today. Why don't you sleep on this? 
You and I can circle back in a couple days. I want you to sleep on this because you got to make a decision that's right for your business. You're investing with me. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't trust me and if you don't believe I can help you, save your money and move on, bro. I don't care. It's fine. But listen, does that sound good, Mike? Like, we'll catch up in a couple days. Maybe you'll want to pull the trigger. Whatever. Is that cool with you, Mike? And then Mike's going to say, oh, yeah. So now I've earned his trust. I've earned respect. I haven't sold him. I've qualified him. I'm giving him time to sleep on it. He agrees that the ROI is good. Now it's just a matter of giving him time. And in two days, he may not be ready. And I'll text message him. And I'll be like, yo, you free to chat? And I'm like, yeah. And if he's like, listen, I'm not ready to pull the trigger. Guess what I'll do? Every Monday, I'll text message him. And I'll say, hey, Mike, hope you had a great weekend. Is timing good to reconnect or do you need more time? Just keep it in your pipeline. Who gives a crap? Because when you get a dozen like that in your pipeline, one or two are going to close every month automatically. And guys, that is how you go from zero to 40 grand a month. It's that simple. If you want to make 50 grand, if you want to make 10 grand a month, add one client a month for five months. If you want to make 20 grand a month, add one client a month or two clients a month for six months. You want to make 40,000 a month? Close two, get your pipeline to 12 to 15, close two or three months to hit your number. You want to hit 100 grand a month? Guys, I'm, I'm literally showing you the hardest part is building your pipeline. But once your pipeline is built, think of it this way. If, if you've ever gone surfing, right, or you want to go surfing, you got to paddle into a wave. But if you stop paddling, you lose momentum and you never ride the wave. What most people do is they'll prospect for a week or two and then they stop and they lose momentum. I'm like, bro, you got to keep pushing the boulder up the mountain so it goes down the other side. And so what happens is once you get to about a dozen of your pipeline, you did the hard work one time. It'll be the last time in your life you ever have to do it the way I'm teaching you. But what happens is your workload goes down after that. You close two a month, you just got to add two back. And you maintain that forever until you hit your number. And now because you qualify these guys the right way, you're not going to have a revolving door business. Somebody dies, something like that happens, you replace them. But now you don't have a revolving door business and you can trust that income to be stable. So that's what I've done in my business. That's what I teach my students. I do that on the SEO side for clients. We do the same thing on the lead gen side. And it's gold. It's absolute gold. Do you know, mate, what you've just gone through? That I, I, I used to teach um, my 80-20 principle, right, in, for clients. And it's almost identical to what you do, right? And, it, and, it, and, and basically, when I was having the conversation, I would turn around and I would always ask the figures first, right? Because I'd say, if, if they don't know the figures, fuck them off straight away. Don't work with them, right? Right. I, I, very similar to what you just said there. I'd be say, I'd say, so if we get you 10 calls a month, right? Let's say you close 20%, right? On average, you're going to close 20%. An average job is worth seven grand a month to you, yeah? And they'd be like, yes, yes, that's correct. Right, like, okay. So if we get, if you get 10, 10, 10 calls a month and two of those calls are going to be closed, that's going to be 14 grand a month. Do you agree? Right. And they'd be like, yeah. And then I would actually turn around and I'd ask them straight out, right? Okay. So if you're going to make 14 grand a month off this website, you agree that if I was going to let you have it, right, for a thousand dollar month, that'd be an absolute bargain. Do you agree? And, and, and they don't want to say, yeah, because they don't know you. They've not built any trust with you and they not, don't know you at all. So I'd wait for a second because they're going to be like, because uh, 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 they've just give you the numbers so they can't change it. And then you say, you wait, let them breathe, let them sweat, let them sweat and say, don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to give me $1,000 today. 
Instead, what I'm going to ask you to do is we sign all the paperwork today, right? I send it over to you, sign the paperwork today. You take control of the website today. It's going to cost you nothing. The money's going to be set to come out in 30 days time, right? If you don't generate 14 grand in the next 30 days, just cancel. Otherwise, let's just keep going. And if you use that strategy, I bet you close more clients because that was what I, what we did this hundreds of times, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And that was the best close I ever had. And, we, and you just brought it all back to me. And then I was like, fucking hell, man. That used to close so many. But we used to do the same as almost identical to what you're doing, right? And it was always when, not if, right? When you sign up today um, or when, when, and we used to call it installments, not pay. Not if you pay for this, it's when you sign up and when you install, when, 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 when you sign up today or when you join us today, and, and we always refer to it as installments, but then what that one little thing that I found was to turn around and say, I used to hit them with the 14 grand. And then as soon as you hit them with that, I'd say, so if I was to charge you, right, $1,000 for this website, it's a bargain. You agree? Yes. And, 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 and I'd get them to agree. Yeah, yeah. They can't say no, but they don't want to say yes because like, I don't fucking know this guy. I'm not going to give him a grand, right? And, and And then we'd hit them with the, Right. Do not worry. But you make you wait about three to five seconds on that question. It feels awkward. They go silent. And then it's like, don't panic. We're not going to think it. We can send you the paperwork over. You take charge of the website today and nothing will come out for 30 days. If you don't think it's worth it after the 30 days, you've tested it completely free of charge. Just cancel the payment. No, I'm done. We'll go and speak to your competition. And we always used to say that as well. No, I'm done. We'll just speak to your competition. In other words, straight away, that's like, fucking, I don't want dickhead down the road having this, this business off me. And we used to close that, that, massively increased our thing is but that, yeah. that what you've just gone through there brought so much back to me when i was on the phones doing it because i even had a dial on me i was on the i got onto that many calls myself i had a dialer i had on my computer i was like button 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 and they'd be like fuck off don't ring back and i'm like okay next yeah. next next and ring about the next day i told you to fuck off eventually yeah. they might say what do you want to talk to me about why won't you leave me alone <laughs> well the, the crazy thing is like we used to cold call on the phone nobody wants to cold call anymore and i honestly I don't, they don't, you don't need to cold call anymore. I mean, you can, if you want to, if you're crazy, but you could just do this super simple the way I'm saying it. And like what Mike is saying, I, I agree with you the whole, totally. Mike is like, you know, my approach is I give them a couple of days of sleep on it. But the other side of it is you can close one or two months doing the way I'm saying it. you close three to four months doing it this way and they can test drive it for a month. And literally what's it going to cost you? There's no money. If you're doing SEO the way I teach it, the only investment might be like 50 bucks in citations. That's it. The rest is just some time tweaking the site on page SEO, you know, inner page linking from homepage to inner pages, inner pages back, embed Google map codes. Da, 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 da. That's it. Like you, and I, and by the way, I teach all my students never onboard an SEO client that has a website more than 10 to 15 pages. Why? Cause I picked up a guy at a thousand dollars a month and he had like a 60 page website. It took me like a week and a half to do all the work. And I'm like, this sucks. So I'm like, 10-page website. I can onboard a brand new client that's got a 10-page website in like three hours flat and be done. So three hours of work, 50 bucks in cost. You put a thousand, 950 bucks in your pocket. And the re- so doing what you're saying is awesome because you're, you know, you're not getting the money in the first 30 days. You're getting it on day 31, but they're test driving it and they get a chance to see results. And by the way, they might not get a lead in the first month if it's like SEO, but they'll see they were on page five. Now they're on page two. And what you're doing is you're building their belief that what you do works and nobody else can do that because that's the biggest thing. I'm not, I'm in the business of building belief. If I build their belief, they're going to pay me money, right? Yep. 
Yep, and it does it and it works and I love it, mate. I mean, a lot of what you've just been saying that I'm sat there having like deja vu to like, oh my <laughs> God, he's doing exactly the same as me. Yeah. So so I can I can validate pretty much everything you've just said uh, because I've done it all and, and I've done it all to the point where literally I was on the, I, I mean, I was so, so, I mean, I was doing 16 hour days to the point where until, until, until we hit like 50 grand a month, I was like, I was just constant because I was doing the jobs as well. A lot of the, in a lot of the, the situations, I was building the sites, I was doing the jobs and I was, I was doing all the other stuff and I was trying to sell the jobs further afield. And I took on the guy and it was like, it was, it was, it was, it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's not easy. It was, it was hell the way I did it. But, but like I said in the beginning, I love my wife and kids more than the fear of calling somebody. Like I was like, why am I going to be afraid of that guy? I, if I'm going to be more afraid of him, I might as well slap my wife across the face and say, you're not worth it. Cause that's what it is. It's like, you, I love yep. you and my kids so much. I'll do whatever I got to do to provide for my family. Right. That's, yep. and a lot of people, yep. you are not no, you, if you had them, then you need to get it done. And I, I totally agree. I mean, I would never see my kids do without anything. And, and, and I would pretty much even probably hold up a bank if I had to. <laughs> Just if I had no other way, I'd be like, fuck these guys with a shotgun. But probably, hopefully never happens. And I'm saying right. hopefully. Because yeah. it's still good. So- uh, Ed, I really, really, really do appreciate you coming on today, mate. Um, that was Awesome. That was brilliant. Like I said to you earlier, do you really want me to share this video? Um, I'm sharing it. <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. Some of the gold you just dropped was absolutely brilliant for anyone in lead generation, anyone doing what we do, anyone doing mass SEO or even local SEO. Um, if people want to get hold of you, right? So so I know you do a lot of coaching and things like that. Um, and, and I know obviously you're interested in, in students and, and people working with you to, to, to do the same as what we do. If people want to get hold of you, um, where did they go? Where, where would they actually find you? What's a direct link where they can come and get you? Yeah, so, so I'll say this. Um, for me, if somebody's not willing to be a great student and be consistent in their work, I don't want to work with them. Because it doesn't, it doesn't do anybody any good if you're going to treat it like an a la carte menu and coach yourself. If you know how to be successful, then you don't need my help. If you need my help, you need to be a great student. So that, those are my parameters. Um, my website, it's just edwyman.com. That's, you could find it there and pretty straightforward. Um, and, and again, I'll, I'll close by saying this. Don't get caught up with SEO and lead gen and all the technical crap. Honestly, I can teach you everything about SEO and lead gen in less than 30 minutes flat. Everything you need to know, I've distilled it down to like under 30 minutes. If I really wanted to do it, I could do a training in 30 minutes. Maybe I should do it. That'd be a good idea. That'd be a really great. You're doing it for me in a few weeks. Oh yeah. Okay. There we go. Oh yeah. (laughs) A six figure digital agency. I mean, I'm dead serious, but it's your mindset. It's like, you got to get you right first. You get right for you first. The rest is a piece of cake. This is why most people fail because they're so focused on the technical detail. Trust me. You got to trust me on this. That is not the way you make money in a business. Remember, an entrepreneur is somebody who jumps off a cliff and builds an airplane on the way down. You got to you gotta be, you got to get you right and just take action and the results will come eventually. The detail is not the secret. <laughs> yeah. 
doing he's doing the boring stuff. Um, what is it? Einstein said um, insa- the the insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Different results. Yep. Yep, and we don't want different results. You want to do the same boring shit over and over and over again, and 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 it'll just start to escalate. It's like putting one brick in the wall, one after the other, and it just keeps getting bigger. Mate, I've really, really loved today. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I really appreciate that. If you can send me your link on Skype, and that way I can make sure it's at the bottom of this video when it goes out. Um, and if you keep your eyes out for it, you'll see it on the YouTube channel. You'll hear it on the podcast, and you'll also um see it over. I think we're doing TikTok videos now and YouTube shorts and all that stuff as well. The girls are. I'm really starting to push this thing out for me. Um, but I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Guys, get in touch with Ed. He's um, an absolute legend. And everything he says is, is, is absolutely spot on. I completely agree. Uh, thank you very much. Cheers. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.